wanted to get right to tech, right? We have to talk technology on a day where the NASDAQ hits a new high. And joining me now to share what he is seeing in this sector, Jason Ware, partner, CIO, Albion Financial Group. I think it's great to have you on on a day where we're hitting new highs because people love to have tech in their portfolios. This is a long-term show. And this, the sector has been performing quite well during earnings season. How are you feeling about tech overall? Yeah, good to be with you, Nicole, as always. And as you noted, technology is back in favor. It's been that way since about the middle of May. We went uh, several months where value and cyclicals were the um, choice of the day among Wall Street. I think that trade got a little overcrowded. And folks have realized again, as we're kind of hitting peak everything, peak economic growth, peak earnings growth, you know, peak inflation perhaps, uh, peak reopening. And this doesn't mean that things are going to fall apart and go into recession, but just instead of rate of change, slower growth. And I think as we get back into that more normalized environment where inflation is benign, where growth is um, moderating, uh, people are looking back to what works and what works is secular growth technology. And by the way, because of the consolidation prior to the breakout in the NASDAQ over the last couple of months, what you had were fundamentals compounding what, while price wasn't doing much. So I think that makes tech stocks uh, in terms of valuation much more attractive today than they were uh, maybe last September. So tell me more. I know you think there's some room to run and there's names like um, Alphabet, Adobe, Amazon. These belong in a long-term portfolio, even if they're at or yep. near highs. They do. And I, I think it's worth noting, for example, with uh, Adobe, I mean, this was a 10-month consolidation in the stock. And I think just recently, investors have re-remembered uh, why uh, Adobe is just crushing it within their niche. And their niche, of course, is digital content creation. It's a huge total addressable market. Uh, if you listen to the folks that are really in that industry, and in fact, the CEO of Adobe himself has said that this is a $150, maybe $175 billion total addressable market. These guys do or are on track to do about $15 billion in annual revenue. So penetration is still low, despite the fact that Adobe's been around for some time. Heck of a cross-selling opportunity among their digital cloud and their digital advertising business. Content uh, is king, and those that are in the know on creating content uh, lean on Adobe heavily, so a big niche there and, and, and a big wide economic mode. So we continue to like Adobe. It's trading at 45 times next year's earnings, which is actually cheap relative to its history. So I think you can definitely ride mm. this breakout and invest for the long term. Uh, Amazon. And Amazon? Amazon. Yeah. D despite the quarter where it was a little bit soft, I mean, their, their numbers came in within the band of guidance they gave investors a few months ago, but it did miss consensus. But I think that's natural. We have a bit of a give back happening, given that we are now firmly into the reopening. All the spending that was happening online during the pandemic is starting to shift a little bit back into entertainment, back into travel in areas where Amazon.com is not going to dominate. So there is a bit of a step down in the growth rate. And I think that's to be expected. Nevertheless, this is a business that's going to do 550 billion in sales next year is our estimate. And it's trading at around three times that if you look at it on a sales basis, which is the cheapest revenue multiple since we've owned Amazon and we've owned it for several years. So we continue to like the secular growth story in e-commerce and cloud. And of course, their burgeoning digital advertising business as well. Yeah. And you had Alphabet in there, too. I know we look at some of the Correct. bank stocks, at least some of these go into that. Um, tell me about Alphabet Google. Yeah, you know, I mean, look at the last quarter. Uh, hard to argue this isn't perhaps pound for pound the best 
technology company in the world. I mean, they are dominating search with 80% share. Digital advertising is a secular growth industry that's compounding in mid-teens every year. They're taking share within digital advertising, believe it or not. Um, video with YouTube is crushing it. YouTube short, shorts going up against TikTok, for example, is kind of a burgeoning surprise, I think, among some of the younger generation. YouTube continues to be popular. AI, autonomous driving, cloud business that is in the third spot that will continue to gain share within a blue ocean industry that is cloud. And by the way, Nicole, stock trading at 24 times our estimates for next year's earnings. So this is a company that we think can continue to grow, is undervalued relative to its opportunity, uh, and just has multiple ways to win. I think the theme among these three stocks can be faster for longer and faster growth within an economic environment where growth is slowing is what investors want. Does fintech go in there or anything crypto? Um, I mean, crypto is is not an investment. Crypto is speculation. So, I mean, we don't have much of a stake at all in crypto. I think mm. the closest thing we would have that would even look like crypto would be Accenture because they do a lot of consulting on blockchain, but we don't have any direct investments in crypto. Right, but right. Fintech, fintech does. I've been on this program many times arguing that Visa yes is a company that folks need to own. It's a technology company. It's at the intersection of finance, technology, and the consumer, and that that is a good thing, and that is something that has good, durable growth for the next decade. We still believe that, um, but there's a lot happening there. We looked at Square's uh, acquisition of Afterpay, and I think that knocked back Visa, Pfizer, MasterCard, and some of these more established fintech players, understandably yeah. so. I mean, things are changing, but we still like the overall growth trajectory and the, right. uh, the uh, secular growth of Visa over the next several years. Jason, always love when you're on the show. Thank you so much. Jason Ware, Albion Financial Group. Thanks.